Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Blackfoot's Furnace with me, Robert. And me, Pete. No Moses today. Moses is out, out there getting that money. Getting paper. On the Sabbath, you know. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that heathen. He but has technically no. Sunday isn't the Sabbath, though, is it? Yeah, it is. No, Saturday's the Sabbath. I class Monday as the first day of the week. Well, no Bible's definition for Sabbath was Saturday. It only changed to Sunday because apparently Christ rose on Sunday. Mm. It didn't, the Sabbath didn't change, but the congregation of Christians moved to Sunday because Christ rose on Sunday. Okay, cool. Oh, before we start properly, just two things. Oh, okay. <laughs> Firstly, um, it's been brought to my attention <laughs> <laughs> by one of our listeners. Um, yeah, isn't that good? No, no, no. It's it's fine. But I'm so glad Moses isn't here to hear this. <laughs> so a few episodes back, we were talking about remix and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't on that. You know, it was me, no. Moses, and Simi. Yeah, cause I sent you guys a message afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And um, Moses said that he thinks it will be good if Mike, uh, Michael B. Jordan was in the remake of The Matrix. Okay. Yes. And it turns out Michael B. Jordan isn't talked to with people <laughs> to remake The Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> nah. And I wasn't going to say anything, but um, for for integrity's purposes, I had to say it. No one was wasn't going to be here today. <laughs> he needs to leave it alone. You leave your matrix alone. Yeah. You know that initially they wanted Will Smith for the part. Uh, no, no, Will Smith is too old now. Oh, oh, no, back no, in the day. Oh, back in the day, they wanted Will Smith for Neo's part. No, and I, he turned that down. I think Keanu Reeves was the right choice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, there's that. And I also want to thank you, Peter. Oh, no. Um, just again, because... Again, not good. Oh, this, oh, this is good. Because you're finally acknowledging me. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, did this mistake happen and how do I correct it? You can't. Well, you, you could. <laughs> but you won't. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, last week, um, during, in, during last week's episode, um, in the description, you referred to yourself, Moses, as the coolest part of the furnace. Yeah. You remember that? Possibly, I wrote yeah, it at yeah. night. <laughs> yeah. So, if you are the coolest part of the furnace, yeah, the that, must be, that must mean I bring the fire to the furnace. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm glad you know. <laughs> okay. Subconsciously, uh, you know that I, uh, I come with the fire. <laughs> uh, so, I know how to correct this thing. Oh, if you go back and edit it, I will go back and re-edit your edit. <laughs> just so you know. Oh, yeah, you have access. I have course. access. <laughs> see, see this unspoken war. <laughs> In the description. Uh, all right, uh, cool. Hot cool. seat stuff. Um, sorry, not sorry. I think I'm in the hot seat this you week. You are in the hot Jeez. seat. Uh, yeah. So, sorry, not sorry is our apologetic segment where yeah. we apologeticize. That's not a word. It is that. <laughs> all right. So, my question to you is what extent or what's the maximum extent of human hardware integration that you think is acceptable to still going to heaven? Um, how much cyborg do we have to be, or how much cyborg can we be and still get into heaven? I think as long as your soul is intact, you'll okay. get into heaven. Okay. Or or you have the you have the ability to get into heaven. Right. Because it's yeah, because it's a spirit that is yeah. going into heaven, yeah. not the body. Um. So as long as the machinery isn't manipulating your spirit so, in any way. Okay. What what would that look like though? Because bear in mind. Um, I don't think science recognizes the soul or the spirit just mm. yet. So what would that look like? Or, or what do you imagine that would look like? Um, well, I think it's almost impossible to define what the soul is in, in like scientific terms. Okay. And I think that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> so like, so, um, so like even like with like this whole abortion thing and, and babies, mm. like, like when does the soul, quote unquote, Enter the baby. Is okay. it always there? Mm. Is it does it come after eight eight weeks, um, eight months, mm. whatever? Um, Answer that question. What do you think of when the oh, soul inhabits? Thought about that. Yeah. Have you not thought about it before? Um, I haven't thought about it before, but let me think about it now quickly. Just because we've got that conversation going on, especially in America. Yeah. I think that I'd say that the soul is always there, mm. right from. Um, fertilization. Yeah. Okay. Um, just because 
Like, what's the earliest the baby can can can, can like um, survive outside of the the body? Uh, outside the what? Outside of the body. Outside. Oh, the womb. I think he said the woolly. <laughs> <laughs> like the womb, but you just call it woolly. <laughs> That's your pet name for it. Um, I I don't know specifically, but I, I think after, I think there's a heartbeat after eight weeks. I think, and that was the whole problem because they were saying. Abortion after the heartbeat can be sensed is illegal in America. However, mm. you can have a heartbeat and not even know that you're pregnant because it's that early. Yeah. So I think it's eight weeks that the heartbeat is sensed. And well, once the heartbeat sensed, you can probably incubate it and, you know. Yeah, well, I don't think you can have a heartbeat and not have a soul. Okay. Um, only because, like, when I think about God creating Adam, um, Adam wasn't alive until God breathed his spirit into him, mm-hmm. which would have coincided with his heart beating. I'm assuming. I don't know whether like Adam's body was 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 there, mm. like beating the function, and then God put and his then body God in. Put right. So okay. I'm, I'm I'm just assuming that At that, that point that that was like the the like switch that okay. that caused everything to start. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that would be my answer. All right. So then, um, when I said, what does it look like for the soul to be corrupted by the heart? Because we kind of went off a tangent. <laughs> oh, with the um, abortion thing. Because you said the the extents would be your soul being corrupted yeah. by hard. I don't think science will ever be able to touch the soul. Okay. Um. Just because it's a spiritual thing, mm. and I feel like the spirit, spirit spirituality can have an effect on science, but not the other way, way around. around. Okay. Okay. I think. Okay. Yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe one day, like things like Inception, will happen where science can be used to Im- import thoughts into people's heads. Or would that be affecting the spirit, though? Well, well, I, 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 I'm assuming if you can do that in in the mind. No, mm. but no, it, it it wouldn't because like the mind is like electronic. Yeah. Um, the spirit is not ele- electronic. No. No. So, yeah, I don't know how, what science would have to do to be able to. Affect access unless they start doing black magic. <laughs> okay, all right, cool. Is that satisfactory? No, that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Cool. Yeah. All right, all right. Let's get into the episode today. So, I was going to talk about something else today, but then um, something came up in church, okay. and I thought let's talk about this because this, this is more interesting. All right, let's go. So, tomorrow, uh, one of our congregation members is turning eighty-three years old. Eighty-three. Eighty-three. Nice. And. Like, if you saw this guy's lifestyle, <laughs> you'd be thinking, how? Because <laughs> okay. he's, even at 83, he's like a chain smoker. All right. He drinks that hard liquor. All right. Like, even his house is not very ventilated because he smokes inside his house. So it's just, and somehow he's he's made it to 83. Okay. And I, I was just thinking, like, there are people who are rigorous about eating healthy, doing exercise. <laughs> <laughs> and... Their lives can can like be cut short so much sooner. Yeah, and so so I, I, I was just thinking like, is it worth going through all that struggle of like <laughs> eating well, exercising, only to get cancer mm. or, or or like to die at forty? Mm. When you've got guys who are out here enjoying life, enjoying the pleasures of life, be it smoking, alcohol, drugs. Women living to like ninety. Shout to Hugh Hefner. He was he was like a million before he died. Indeed, indeed. Um, so what do you think is it is is it worth trying to follow a healthy lifestyle? I mean, the question is: Has this guy always been like this? Like this eighty-three year old? Has he always been a chain smoker? I would assume from, so. Yeah, but from early. I mean, let's say even let's say he has. Let's 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 paint the picture that. Since he could buy a cigarette on his own, so say 16, mm. he's been able to buy and he's been um, smoking since then. So his lungs will probably be, you know, all, you know, just about destroyed. Liver, just about destroyed. And he's okay at 83. Is he enjoying life at 83? Or is he coping and in this constant state of half drunk, half high, or whatever cigarettes do to you? And thus, just existing through. Do you, do you get what I mean? Yeah. Oh, oh no. From what I know of him, he he doesn't seem to be 
like waiting for death <laughs> you know <laughs> he's got his routine he'll like come to church every sunday he'll be, right. he'll, he'll be one of the first people there right. um he has his routine during the week mm. um so yeah i don't think he's like too worried yeah it doesn't seem like right. he's done with life okay then the second question is would his life be better if he wasn't doing these things if he wasn't smoking and he wasn't drinking at his age now would he be better if he if he wasn't doing those things? Better in what way? Physically. So if he wasn't smoking and he had, you know, a good set of lungs and a good liver, would he feel better? Would he be, you know, w- would he physically be better than he is right now? Maybe he would be physically better, mm. but being physically better doesn't necessarily mean having a better quality of life. I would argue. But how is the smoking giving a better quality of life? Well, the, the point I'm trying to make is, because your question is, is it worth going through the effort of living that healthy lifestyle if you can not do that and get to 83 and still be okay, smoking, drinking, doing all of those, all of those things? And the point I'm trying to make is, regardless of that, if we take his state now, and we remove the smoking, we remove the alcohol, would that be physically better for him or worse? And if it is better for him, then the argument is, yeah, not doing these things that destroy your body, maybe that's good for you. And then we can look at why is it that some people that do, you know, do live the healthy lifestyle, do do everything they want to do, get killed early. We can look at that separately. But just in this guy's state, I want to see if, being healthy would benefit him and if it would then we can acknowledge that actually it is good for him or not mm. health wise he would be better mm. um whether that would yeah right. he would he, he would be better health wise right. so at least we know that it maybe it is good to not smoke it is good to not kill your liver with alcohol for extended periods of time I mean, your liver would die eventually anyway you know? indeed indeed <laughs> indeed as to why i think You've got athletes and super healthy people who will maybe get cancer. I think it's the same question: why do, why does bad things happen to good people? Mm. Um, at the end of the day, God's in control and He decides what's best for who. We don't know this guy what his testimony might be or what God might be doing through his life or whatever the reason is for him to, in your words, enjoy life and still get this far. Um, and we don't know why, you know, someone who's healthy gets some debilitating disease and, and goes off too quick. What we do know is if God's in control of all of these things, then it's not a matter of sin, their parents' sin, what they're doing. It's just a matter of what God wants to do. Um, and whatever he wants to do is probably best. So if I die early, if I die late, and my life is in God's hands, that's as he's designed it. And that's what's most important. Mm. Do you feel like God ever gives people cancer as a punishment for a sin they've created? <laughs> no, no. Are you um, sure? Yeah. Because yeah. like he gave people like um, hemorrhoids and, and tumors and stuff in, in the Old Testament. <laughs> if he could give them. <laughs> no, but we've got to bear in mind like some of these things. So especially in the Old Testament times, it wasn't that God's chain, but it's that people's position with respect to God has changed. Okay. So that we've got Christ, and so it's different. Now, if you say give someone cancer as a punishment, what's the point of punishment? Punishment is supposed to rehabilitate you, not supposed to kill you. If it kills you, where's the rehabilitation? So what about Ananias and his wife? <laughs> that wasn't punishment. <laughs> <laughs> that was God proving a point that I still don't understand. Um, but, yeah, like, the idea that God gives diseases and God gives um, these things to destroy his people is 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 a bit warped because in the old testament what if i remember correctly what he did was he'd give those diseases to the enemies of his people yeah i remember the tumors was when i think it was the philistines stole the ark of the covenant yes yeah or uh, if you look at egypt it was when uh egypt didn't want to let israel go go. and even with that all the plagues that went against egypt if you go if you look into the egyptian religions at the time each plague was against a particular god mm. almost to prove to them that your gods are nothing compared to the god of israel and again that was a point making thing against god's enemies if you look at the um diseases that israel then suffered again it was like a a pruning process a weeding of uh you know 
a, a weeding or a sorting through of the Israelites to remove those that shouldn't or won't make it into the promised land for whatever reason. But again, their disposition was different in that they had Moses as their priest directly communicating with a God that wanted to directly communicate with them, whereas we've got Christ as an intermediary. And so that changes the landscape for us. Okay. So post-crucifixion, mm. does God still have enemies on earth? Yeah. Yeah. Post-crucifixion, all of us were enemies. We we're all enemies of Christ. We we're all post enemies of God. Yeah, post Post, even after the crucifixion, we were all enemies of Christ, and that's why he died. So he died for us whilst we're still yet in our sin. We we're all enemies, but he died for us anyway. Mm-hmm. And so God still has enemies in, in that anyone who isn't of God is his enemy. However, those enemies now have a means to become his sons through Christ, and that's what the crucifixion really does. And so because we have that option, he doesn't give them cancer because they have, they have the option to, <laughs> to make the right decisions. Look, no, like, it's... Again, I'm being reminded to be mindful of Christians who might suffer with cancer, mm. um, and and not um, not trivialize it. But I think the the idea that God gives cancer to people is one that should be. I, I don't think that's right. I personally don't think that's right. I think we live in a world where um, things like cancer exist because of man's sin. And because of the way that, you know, we all have our free will and we all have whatever going on and our parents have had whatever going on that some of us are susceptible to cancer. Now, through that cancer, can God still work something amazing, be it through the healing of it or being it through the helping us to live through it and that being a testimony to someone else or whatever? The fact of the matter is cancer in and of itself and, and diseases like that, diseases in general, aren't of God because that's not what he designed. They came as a result of sin. And we all suffer with the results of sin to some extent. However, um, God's grace allows for us to go through that uh, or not go through that. And at the end of the day, all glory be given to him. Mm. That's that's what I think. Okay. Well, what do you think? Because you obviously think... You obviously have some theory on oh, no, oh, no. why I'm God gives people <laughs> I'm just being silly. Um, with 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 things like this, I think of two types of verses. Mm. I think of verses like um, I think it's in Jeremiah where he, where it says that He knitted me in my wife's womb. Yeah. So um, in that knitting, He would have made like unlike you were saying, He would have made some people susceptible to some kind of these some people susceptible to others mm. and then I think about verses in the New Testament like was it the blind man or the guy that was crippled and, and, and people were asking why why is this guy was he blind or was he crippled I can't remember it was, it was, it was one of the- <laughs> if, he, if he hadn't said the two I probably would have remembered where it was <laughs> he was like the guy who the disciple said is he this way because of his father's that's sin that's the one that's but the one. because he said crippled or blind now I'm just like which one was it <laughs> <laughs> was it both but yeah yeah and then Jesus said that um, that the, glory the, given to God yes mm. so um, I forgot my point <laughs> um, knitted God knitting God knitting people successful yeah knitting Allowing, giving people susceptibility to things, but again, it, it comes full circle around for His glory, yeah, yeah. Um, um, because His grace is sufficient. Even yeah. if you have an ailment, if you lose a limb, yeah. God is still God. God is still provider. God is still enough for everything. Yeah. Um, do I think that He He could if He wanted to? Definitely. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, I think I don't say God gives more chances than he did in the Old Testament because mm. I, I don't think that's true. Um, I also don't want to say that I think he's more patient than he was in the Old Testament because no, he wasn't. No. The thing, the, the whole thing is is just where we are with regards to, with regards to Christ's punishment or uh, Christ's crucifixion because mm. at that point all sins were punished <laughs> in Christ. And so people standing on the other side um, have access to you know the blood of the doorpost when the death the angel of death is going through Israel. Um, on the other side of crucifixion, all of us have potential to have that blood on our doorpost. Yeah. Before the crucifixion was Israel, and whoever was with Israel, 
that had access to that. So Egyptian slaves that were in Is- um, Israelite households during the angel of their passing would have been saved. Yeah, and the Israelites who, did, who, who didn't put the, the blood would, would have, have been killed. Would have been killed as well. But then post that saying, we all have access to mm. it. Jew, Gentile, whatever. That's the only difference. Yeah. God stayed the same throughout. Yes. That's the only difference, really. It's just a significant difference. How old do you want to get to? Sorry? How old do you want to get to? Hmm. <laughs> you know what? Before before marriage, before baby, I was happy to be the star that shone twice as brightly and thus lasted half as long. Like just go out in a blaze of glory, you know, mm. on the battlefield, taking a few enemies with me. <laughs> <laughs> but now you kind of you, you like if 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 I'm to die, I put Anita in the toughest position. I put um, Zara in a tough position. So it's not just up to me, and my life isn't my own. So you want to live yeah. forever? No, just till until yeah. they die. <laughs> <laughs> until until you know until Zara's able to take care of herself, and Anita doesn't. She doesn't need me. She's got a good career. Um, <laughs> so yeah, pretty much Zara. Uh, so eighteen years. Twenty or twenty-one. Twenty-one years. Twenty-one. Okay. Yeah. I'll stop telling the future. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, nah, 42, uh, 41. Mm. Nah. Nah, I, I, don't, I don't really, I don't really, um, I don't know, that would be 51, isn't it? I can't do maths. Um, I don't I don't see the point of living too, too long, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because, yeah, I, I just, it's, it's whatever. Mm. Well, I think for me, the more, the easier question to answer is, am I scared of dying? And that's no. Mm. Because I know after death what comes next. So, yeah. yeah. How old do you want to get to? I don't think it's the age per se. Mm. I want to live only up to the point where I'm still fully autonomous. So like I okay. don't. So like I don't have to rely on people to change me because my bowels are not. <laughs> are not functioning properly. Okay. But when you say fully autonomous and not wanting people to do it, what if we get to a stage where? It's all like robotic and automated, and so you're not having someone come to change you, but you're. Oh no no! I, I want to be in like full control of myself. Okay. okay. Um, I, I I don't want to be put in a home. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Imagine having the option to live with your children, and they say no, go live in the home. But do they have the option though in this country? Because you don't really have the option to live with your children because they're going out and they're. You know, going to work or whatever. Yeah, so. but yeah, but they could still like have you inside their house. But who's taking care of you? You when you come back from work and stuff. Yeah, well, that's like what eight hours of them sitting in a okay, know, okay. puddle of their own poo. And okay, so when your mom is no longer working, they're gonna put her in a home. Should we go to Ghana? And then we'll go and bring someone from the village. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, you know, you know how we do it in that in, in yeah. Africa. Some distant cousin is gonna come from the village and then live in your house in the city, take care of your mum while she goes to school. Exactly, and but so. but it's it's like family looking after families. Yeah, yeah. it's not like they've been put in, but in, we, in we institution. Don't, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't see how that's practical here. That's the problem. I don't see it being practical in this country because of the way things are set up. No, I think it's still it's still what you're saying. Mm. Maybe not both parents living with <laughs> in your house with your family. Mm. It, but if it was just the one, I think that that is a lot more doable. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. And like thinking about this whole unhealthy lifestyle, yeah. I just think like, is it worth like gymming and stuff, trying to aim for that six pack and the and and, and the ripped abs? If like because like one thing I've I've noticed a lot. Mm. when it comes to marriage and stuff it's like once you get married that's when the girl brings out oh, I don't worry I, I, I don't care about all of that stuff <laughs> so it's like wait I went through all of this only for you to tell me I don't care but that's not always true though <laughs> yesterday we were watching Anita was watching a movie it was a Nigerian movie where <laughs> the husband was unhappy with the wife's size Mm. and like was you know abusing her and like making her go and see a therapist and stuff oh that's why I, I made sure I, to, 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 to say it was the guy yeah, who's working on because I know yeah. the other way around it can be a bit political <laughs> I think I think the question becomes more why are you doing it and a lot of people do it for the aesthetic which you know whatever you want if you want to look good fine do it to look good however if it comes down to being effective in doing what you want to do, making the difference you want to make in the world, however insignificant that might be, I think, you know, taking care of the instruments or the main way through which you interact with this world is not a bad thing. Mm. 
and so making sure that you know you are fully awake when you go to work so that you whatever you're doing you can do well making sure that you are in complete control of your body so that if you are doing some sort of art or, or whatever you can do that to the best of your ability i think that's worth it's worth being healthy for those reasons mm. you know so what does that look like for you in your life if for me it looks like well now it looks a bit a mess because we're not sleeping we're not we're not everything's you know everything's ordered by this two week year old no not two week month year old a month year a month old <laughs> <laughs> see i can't even think everything is being directed by this month old baby that chooses when she's going to sleep when she's going to cry and so nothing's going on and that's why 66 hasn't been going on and you guys have to come all the way down here to record um but on a normal day-to-day for me it looks like being able to kick above my head and being flexible to do karate because that's an art form in which i express myself and so i need to be able to i need my body to be able to do that effectively Mm. which would mean you know being able to do the X number of push-ups, X number of sit-ups, um, have X amount of flexibility because I require it for that. In my job, I need to be um, awake and um, focused. And that comes with a good night's sleep and being healthy as well will help me focus because I test code. I have to be able to pay attention to detail for eight hours of, of a day. Mm. So for me, the, the the level of fitness or the level of health I require is things that allow me to do those things well. And then you've got like um, everything, not everything else, but the more important things like the 66 and like, you know, if when I'm able to write poetry, I feel like when I'm healthy, I'm able to do those things all the better because, you know, I've got my mind in the right state and my body's feeling, you know, feeling, feeling well, feeling strong. And I'm able to, produce the best things the best forms of worship that i find um allow me to interact with god i think that's the most important and that's where um all these other things build to he gave me the best opportunity to create the best piece of worship for for my god Mm. and that's where that's what it looks like for me okay yeah um i think that for me it looks like it'll set six pack six pack for the babes to see like to, to be honest if it was easy to get a six pack I would, <laughs> I'd have a 28-pack. <laughs> um, just because, I don't know. Maybe it's just the way I view <laughs> life and marriage. Mm. But if I can look good for my wife, then, yeah, if, if I can and stuff will stop me from doing it, mm. then why not? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Well, fam, those crunches be hot. <laughs> Try to try to eat two thousand calories a day. It'd be hard. Mm. <laughs> and um, if I end up with with, with 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 a babe who doesn't care too much about the aesthetic, mm. as long as I don't become obese, then um, yeah, I guess energies could be put into other things like keeping my mind sharp, mm. um, learning new things. Um, yeah, um, yeah. But I do think for myself, I do want to get in better shape, mm. just because, like you said, it's it's useful, it's helpful in life. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't understand why sometimes I can run twenty seconds for the bus and then I'm out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> that should never happen. <laughs> yeah, stuff stuff like that, like those day to day things. I think we should all be, you know, capable of doing yeah. without without suffering too much. Yeah. But I think the other extreme of it is the super total fitness nerd that wants to you know be the strongest and and be the fittest and again that's there's nothing wrong with that but i think where no there there really isn't nothing wrong with it there's there's nothing wrong with it just where if it affects your doing what god really want you wants you to do or, or your interpersonal relationships with people that really matter you know on your deathbed you're not going to be like i wish i could bench 10 kilograms more, you might be like, I wish I spent more time with my family. Mm. So, yeah. What would a fulfilled life look like to you? BKPAF, Brother Kindly Present All Forward. Once I've done everything, like 1 Corinthians 10.31, whether you eat or you drink, do everything to God's glory. A fulfilled life is everything that I have done, everything I'm doing, God being able to look at this and say, yes, I got glory from it. It's simple for me, really. 
It's simple. It's just a fulfilled life is one that gives God glory. Do you feel like there is a level of glory you have to give God? Or do you think it's just uh, just living life in the moment and using every moment to give God glory as the as one you can? Yeah, I think I think it's it's doing everything with that mindset. So if I if I am to whatever I'm doing, like I uh, at present, I don't necessarily do anything that affects people's lives in a significant way. You know, I get um, I get truck drivers to take deliveries to people's houses. That's it. Like, there's nothing. I'm significant. Not, well, I'm not saving lives. If, I'm, if there's a pacemaker in the box. <laughs> Fair enough. You go save a few lives. Fair enough. <laughs> but like I always think of people like firefighters or um or surgeons or even teachers who are directly impacting lives, if 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 that makes sense. Yeah. I think of their jobs as more significantly affecting lives than others. Than mine at the very least. Um, um I wanna say that. Only because like yes No, definitely come on. No, come on. on. A surgeon that's performing open heart surgery hold on. is making more of a difference to me getting the Amazon delivery. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes, the surgeon is performing the surgery. Yeah. But if the person making the tools doesn't make the tools, can can, can the surgeon do 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 surgery to save that person? Well, even that, yes. Yeah. So like a medical engineer, you know, coming up with... Like, again, I see those as more significant than what I do. You shouldn't. Come on. I'm just sitting behind a computer checking code. And spit, and and that code is, is, is allowing those deliveries of that equipment to be made. They'll be made anyway. <laughs> you can call someone. <laughs> I mean, you would hope. <laughs> But 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 the work you're doing is, is is allowing that to be more efficient to work to work better than it is at the moment. No, uh, uh, maybe maybe, but not no. Uh, like there's a difference. We have to have levels to this thing. Like there's a difference. No. Yes. No. Because like one argument I like to make is, mm. um, we live in a world where people like garbage disposal men are looked down on. Mm. But if there are no none of them. Then the, the the rates of disease go up because yeah. So be, even something like that is more significant. Yeah, but then but but, but then the, the 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 rubbish man isn't given the same significance as the surgeon just because of the type of work that he does. If you don't have the garbage man, mm-hmm. if you don't have someone to go and collect it, right? What will happen is <laughs> we'll all have to dig holes and then put put our rubbish in them at some point. And then eventually we'll we'll like run out of space. Yeah. And if then you don't happens? have the surgeon. Someone's gonna die today. <laughs> if you don't have the government, someone's gonna die in fifty years time. <laughs> <laughs> you tried Peter. <laughs> so, so someone's more important. No one's no, no one's more important. Come on. So what? You think all professions are equally as important as all others? Yes. In in you know, for for society to run the way it it, it does. Not really. Okay, so what kind of jobs do you think we could not have and the world still run as as, as effectively as it does? Well, that's I think that's that's not necessarily the question I'm asking. Is if for instance, like let's say more what can everyone do, if that makes sense. What jobs can everyone do and what jobs can specific people do? Okay, what jobs can everyone do? Everyone can be a garbage disposal person. No. Everyone can be. No, they can't. I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to look down on them. No, no, no. But picking up the garbage and putting it in a truck is not a specialized skill. One, you have to have the strength to throw it into the truck. Some people don't have the strength. Okay. All right. Okay. Some, so you've got the physical limitations. Some people don't have the stomach for the smell of the stuff. That's a luxury. No. If it had to be done, you do it. You assume you would do it. If it had to be done, you'd do it. No. You'd rather the smell was in the truck than in your house. Maybe that doesn't apply to everyone. I'm, that's what I'm <laughs> Maybe. However, what I'm saying is like, everyone, like, okay, on a general scale, mm-hmm. so long as you're able-bodied, you can pick up a dustbin and put it on the um, ramp thing that the truck then uses to tip your dustbin mm-hmm. into the truck. If they put me, if they put you in a pharmacy, we're killing someone. And someone comes for a prescription, we're killing that no. person. <laughs> if someone comes for a prescription, uh-huh. using your ability to, of an, an analysis, they say, I need 
X dose of da 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 da. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let me go to the box that says this thing, find the right dosage, and I can give it to them. No. That's not rocket science. No, you've got to calculate some of those doses. You've got to calculate for the basis of the person's weight, based on the person's age, how much of a dose they need. You've got to verify what the doctor says because sometimes the doctors yes. give bogus prescriptions. But as you are killing someone, no, no, no. If you have no, no, no. Like, right now, no, no. Me and you, <laughs> having studied engineering, we could do that. Okay, if push okay, came to okay, shove, okay, if, yes. if push again, came to shove, again, that's the point it. I'm making. That's the point I'm making. That for some professions. It takes a certain level of skill. Some of those skills are transferable. I appreciate what you're saying in that having been taught engineering, you're taught to problem solve, you analyze, you figure it out. Mm-hmm. However, we if if we didn't do engineering, if we didn't get that level of education, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be able to do that. And someone who has been given that education, someone that's done the five years of a master's in pharmacy, is all the more better at that than we are. So what I'm saying is anyone able-bodied can take a dustbin and put it in the dustbin truck. Not anyone, able-bodied, can go and stand in the pharmacy and save lives. But by making sure the, right, the, the rubbish is taken away, you're saving lives. You are. If not even more lives than the, person, the surgeon. Because the surgeon can only do maybe one or two surgeries a day by, uh, and by taking away the garbage. No, I can't believe you're making this argument. That's the argument. No. That is the argument. No. The surgeon is, is, is doing something that the garbage person can never do. Without that training and without the experience, but 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 that same garbage man can go and get the training to become a surgeon. Yeah, well, yes, yeah, yes, you can. So yeah. so 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 going well, down you require that, that training. You acquire that skill set. I'm not saying which he can go and get. Yes, but he's not going to get it. You never know. He he might say, you know what? Yeah, I want to I want to do something different. I'm going to become a surgeon. It's possible. Yeah, it's but, possible. But, but it, without that, you can't. Yeah. that's what I'm saying. But then I would argue in the same way. A surgeon mm-hmm. can save lives, but could a surgeon build a house for you to live in? No. And so that so that means that the builder is as important as the no, surgeon. No, it doesn't mean the builder is as important. It, as it the does. Surgeon. No, not necessarily. Okay, so not necessarily. If there's no builder, there's no hospital for for, for for the surgeon to do his his surgery. Yeah, we can. No, if there's no builder, we can figure it out. How? Let's put our tents. No. <laughs> Everyone has its place, yes. Everyone has a place. Everyone has a place. Maybe I should restructure what I'm saying in that some... What, what, what even got us onto this point? I can't remember. Even it was me saying, that, me saying that my job isn't as significant for the human race as, say, a surgeon or as a doctor or, or whatever. That, that was the yes. original point. Which is still true. No. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't, no. make, I can't make it it's up. It's not. It is. Um, no. And then... It's thinking like that. And also, people- you've, got to remember, you've got to remember, some of these things have come about as a result of the state of the society that we live in. So you go to places like in, you know, a village in Africa. Again, they've built their houses through, um, you know, using mud, whatever. They've still got their sustainable houses. They didn't need someone with an architectural degree to do it. Yes, but then are those houses as good quality as... For house? where they are, Yes. I know you've got some villages in uh, there are villages in uh, in Ghana, in my dad's village, which are literally built with mud and have nothing to do with an architectural thing. They just put it up and it's been there and it works. Yes, but then if you go to those areas, yeah, diseases are a lot more prevalent in those areas than well, when the a surgeon goes there. And that surgeon is much more significant than the builder, no, or than the no. softer coder than that will go and sit. No, there because no, no, because some diseases can't be treated by a surgeon. By a doctor, you know the you know the point I'm making. You know the point I'm making. I mean, you said surgeon, so I'm going with the surgeon. <laughs> but I, I've forgotten the whole reason of of going. I'm saying, that. um, just like it says in the Bible, like um, the body is many parts. Yes. No part is like I don't think some parts are more significant. Yes, than others. this is a perfect example. You can live without your hand. <laughs> Maybe your left hand or your right hand if you're left hand or the right handed. You, you can this? exist without a limp. Okay. You can't exist without a brain. You can. How? What kind of life is that? A vegetated life, but it's still life. <laughs> so one part of there are parts of the body that are more important than others. No. Because you can do without 
certain parts, but you can't do without others. I mean, if you're if you're falling off a cliff and you've only got one hand to climb back up, yeah. Then how, how much more? How is, many how, times how, have you been falling off a cliff? How, how many people have fallen off a cliff? How many? A lot of people. <laughs> Not that many. People have people be falling Not off cliffs. Many. No, the, the point. Come on, your brain is more important than your leg. You've got to appreciate that much. It depends on the situation. <laughs> Because if you're getting chased by a tiger, yes. you would want that, that, that leg to be working. Maybe. And in, in that moment, yeah. in that moment when you're trying to run away, the leg is more important than the brain, I would say. But if you didn't have the brain at all, then you'd just be there like a vegetable for this tiger but then it wouldn't matter then because meat salad. No, but, but, but then it wouldn't matter if you didn't have a brain because then you wouldn't know if you wouldn't know or anti get out of here. So. so then you wouldn't exist. You wouldn't really be there. Pick something other than the brain because 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 your it doesn't heart, work. Your heart. If I no. If I don't replace your heart, no, because these are vital organs. These are why your brain is encased in a, you know, helmet of skull, and your heart is encaged within ribs because they are vital to your existence. Your leg is out there <laughs> and can't get cut off. It can get cut off. It can get cut off, and, and you will still be okay. No, it it, it 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 very much decreases your ability to live a good life, especially what if it's a good life. You're existing. No, the point I'm making is there's some organs that are more important than others, and that's why God has designed some organs to be more protected than others. No, so, <laughs> some organs are more protected than others because they're in, they're they are unable to protect themselves. No, because they're they're more important. No, because because. You don't protect something that doesn't need. Protection. How does your leg protect itself? It doesn't need protection because it does everything. It's, if it's it's got skin, it's got muscle, it's able to, to to do what it does. If I punch myself in the leg, it might hurt a bit. I'm okay. If I punch myself with the heart, <laughs> the heart is as <laughs> as sturdy as the leg. I can't believe this. It sounds silly, but but it is silly. It's That's why silly. it sounds silly. Look, okay, okay. I I I've forgotten. Everything, everything is, is is as important as everything else. That's that, that's the point I'm trying to make. That's just a bad way to live. It's not. It's not true. It's, it is true. Everything has its place, but everything is as important as everything else. And and and, and if everything has its place, yeah, it, it means that. Wait, hold on. If everything has, its, <laughs> <hold on. laughs> if everything has its place, uh-huh. that means everything has a part to play. Yes, and it's been designed to play that part. Yes, and if it has, if it's, if it has a part, <laughs> if it's been designed to play a part, there must be a need that had arisen for <laughs> that part to be played. Yes, okay, okay, but not all parts to be played are equal. Just because no parts are equal doesn't mean that they're not as important as each other. That's exactly what you no, mean. it doesn't because like the surgeon's not going to bring you out your. your on your Amazon delivery. <laughs> Do I need an Amazon delivery? Depends on what the, what the Amazon delivery is. No, look. <laughs> Let's take a play. <laughs> Let's take a play. Okay. Let's take, um, I don't know, um, Romeo and Juliet. Oh, any play. Mm-hmm. The point of the play is there's a story and that story needs to get communicated to an audience. Yep. For that story to get communicated to an audience, you need characters yep you need a main character and you need other characters within this story Mm -hmm. you need dialogue for them to talk to one another yep and then you might want to have a back you know um um a stage or you know a a, what's the word for it um a a backdrop a backdrop okay um you might want to have some trees in the corner you might want to have grass on the on on the on the on the, on the grounds to give the illusion of them being like a field or something. Mm-hmm. You might want to have clouds going through the ceiling. Okay, Peter, Peter. The point I'm making is, if that play was to go on and the clouds weren't working, or the person that holds the tree didn't come in, and so we didn't have the tree up, the message of the play would still get communicated with the characters, with the main character, with the sub characters, with the dialogue. If you then remove the backdrop, you remove all these other things, you will still get that message across, right? It depends on what's been taken away. Clouds. 
but those clouds <laughs> add to the whole experience. Of the they thing. add to the whole experience, and they're not being there will remove something from the experience, right? It couldn't. It could remove something vital to the experience. No, it removes something. No, 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 no. <laughs> you don't get it to say what's vital, what's not vital. <laughs> well, the point is, we're trying to get a message across. Yes. Right. We're trying to get a message across Romeo and Juliet. We're trying to get the idea of love and the tragedy of love mm-hmm. to the audience. The clouds in the sky will give a more visual representation of, you know, Juliet up in the tower, Romeo calling down to her from below. Mm-hmm. Right. If the clouds aren't there and you don't get that visual stimulus, you've removed that. You've removed a part of it, but you still get the message. If I am then mm-hmm. to remove the main character from this, I remove Romeo, and you've just got Juliet standing there in the tower, you won't get the message. You'll get a different message. But you won't get the message that was intended. Therefore, for this message that was intended, for this very specific purpose, there are elements of this whole environment that are more important to delivering this message than others. And we see that by virtue of the fact that if I remove a cloud, I remove a significant part, let's say a significant part of it, but I'm still able to get the message across. However, if I remove the main character, I'm no, I'm no longer able to get that same message across. Therefore, that main character is more important to the delivery of that message than the cloud is. Oh, let me think about this. Let me think about this for a second. Romeo and Juliet. Love. <laughs> the clouds. I was breaking it down into themes. How to break it down? Okay, let's say Romeo didn't come along. But you've got Juliet. You've got Juliet uh-huh. looking up in the clouds. Right. Then the message. <laughs> it's a different message. It's not. Okay. Because the, 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 the message of Romeo and Juliet is sometimes you find a, worth, a love worth dying for. Yep. Oh, no. Yes. No, it's a tragic and unnecessary love. It's a tragic unnecessary death. It's tragic because Romeo didn't have to die or Juliet didn't have to die because one of them killed themselves for the other person. It was silly. Yeah, so Romeo and Juliet didn't have to die. Yeah. So so if you take out take out Romeo, All right. then Juliet doesn't die. Which 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 which, which the point you want to do to get across anyway? I give up, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> listeners, please let me know that you understand normal sensible <laughs> argument. All right, because I can't do this anymore. All right, let's round that up. <laughs> you win. Okay, no, okay, okay. Let's end a bit more sensibly. All right. Okay. Um. So, when it comes to the body of Christ, mm. is everyone important as everyone else? Or do some people have a more significant part to play than others? In whose eyes? In the grand scheme of things. In the grand scheme of things... I will use this as a measurement. If everyone was equally important, everyone will be equally rewarded. Yep. Or everyone will be equally punished. Yep. However, in James 2.25, it says, uh, let me check that. Um, in somewhere in James, I think it's 2.25. It says some, some will be given crowns. Teachers will be given harsher punishment than okay, others. Okay, so I was thinking about a, a different... Right. So if teachers are given harsher punishment than others... That correlation says to me that teachers are doing something that's more significant, more punishable, more um, consequential than others. Okay. Now, in the grand scheme of things, everyone is important because everyone is God's child and everyone is, you know, Christ died for every single human being. And Mm -hmm. thus, every single human being in Christ's body is important. However... I think by virtue of the fact that there are some offices that receive harsher judgment, by virtue of the fact that there are some actions that receive greater reward, we can then say that there are some things that are more important than others in the body of Christ. Okay. That's that's why. I am. Cool. What about you? You know what I'm going to say. Well, like the... Um, the, the the scripture that comes to mind just because I was reading on the way here mm. um, it's just after Paul's conversion mm-hmm. when um, he got wind that some people wanted to try and kill him yeah. and so um, some, some disciples like lowered him like in, um, down, down a basket yeah. to, to allow him to escape yeah. um, like if those guys hadn't done that 
then Paul wouldn't have been able to go and do everything that he was going to do because he yeah. would have had a result. Mm. So I would say so that... So the people that lowered him. Yeah, so yeah. Th- th- those guys are as important oh, yeah. as Paul because yeah. without him, Paul would be yeah. dead. Yeah, and even, you know, even me sitting at a church and maybe not going to Malawi to go and then um, evangelise, mm. but giving money so that that trip can be funded, I am also maybe not as well i'm contributing to it yeah. and so significantly as important but yeah the verse i was looking for was james 3 1 actually where um i was saying not many should become teachers because they receive a harsh puzzle mm, cool yeah. and, and now we've sensibly rounded up <laughs> hookups all right um do you want to go first because i can't remember yes mind. i'm going to hook up um the new dreamville album Oh, J. Cole's people. J. Cole's people. Oh, that is, oh, it's so spicy. I'm so happy they finally done like a proper, proper album. It is great. Um, yeah. Okay. So many, so many tracks on there. I think you'd, you'd, you'd like appreciate it. I might check it out. Just on Spotify, I might check um, Just because of the like lyrical ability mm. of everyone. I think you'd like, especially enjoy people like G.I.D. Okay. I'll, I'll give it a try. Yeah. I'll give it a try. As long as they're not doing this auto-tune panda stuff no 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 no. They, which, which <laughs> i don't think j cole does anyway. no these guys are, yeah. are, are, are real rappers so yeah okay all right my hookup would be i can't remember i had a hookup in mind over the week and i i nearly sent it to the group because i was going to send it and it says my hookup but what i will do instead is i'll talk about what i've been doing recently and the long nights that i've been sitting here with baby um you know video games you can have all the cutscenes. Mm-hmm. If you search on YouTube, some people put all the cutscenes together, you get a whole yep. video game movie for mm-hmm. like three hours or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my hookup. Watch <laughs> video game movies on YouTube because they're dope. Like I was watching the most recent one I watched was Street Fighter Five. Okay. With View and Ken and like this whole other story mm. that was just again yeah. three hours of just dope cutscenes. I, I think I watched the Injustice one. That's good as well. No, no, yeah, no, that's, that's really, really good. good as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah. my my hookup is video game movies. <laughs> Cool. Because they take three hours, and so, you know, by the time I'm sitting here from 12 to 3, I'm like, I watched a good movie. <laughs> it's fun. Cool. All right. So, Moses should be back with us next week. Yeah. Um. In the meantime, shout out to Root for the intro and outro music. Yep. Calvin Turner for the Ordinary Amazing logo. Yeah. You can find us at Twitter, at The Furnish UK. You can email us at tbsfurnace.hotmail.com. Oh, and FYI, I look after the email address. So, if you're hoping to send emails that other fans members would see <laughs> <laughs> ain't gonna happen <laughs> um, you can find us at the black uh, no at soundcloud.com forward slash the backs it's no posture free on all good podcasting websites and apps including iTunes Spotify and all that good stuff the black yep. with no posture free and I guess that's it yeah uh, check out Moses' blog because I think that's out now hmuse it is out hmuse h um, on Tumblr, I think it's on yeah. Tumblr.com. I'll get the link and put it in the description. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. All right, cool. Then I guess this is Blacksmith's Furnace signing out. Blow. Hadouken. <laughs>